This week on the Club Cafe Podcast, we discuss the road to SummerSlam, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, four hours of SummerSlamming goodness with predictions, Rusev's shoes, dogs barking, and most importantly, Brutus the Barber Brisk Cake Tips. All this and more is coming your way on the Club Cafe Podcast this week. So let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Club Kayfabe Zodcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. Nerds! And Chris O'Mealy. It's like he's calling us a bunch of nerds. That, of course, was from this week's Talking Talkies, which was Revenge of the Nerds. You can listen to that. And, of course, this wonderful podcast on the Giant Media Ball. Giant Media Ball is like a giant ball media. Uh, without... The fleas? No fleas, guaranteed. Also, Pat, I love how you start the podcast by saying that this is a brand new episode, which you say all the time, so nobody would actually know it's a repeat unless well, they that, actually listen it further. The, it's like when WWE airs a show and they still put live in the corner during the replay. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going is, for. Or naming your album, our newest album. <clears throat> hey, remember that time that Kofi got so badly hurt on a Friday that he had surgery on a Thursday? Yep. Back in time, yes, with Kofi Kingston. Hey, and guys, we got a jam friggin' pack show because we are running down two big events. We have a big turnout for Points Are Buried, and, of course, we got a Big L Top 10. So, let's jump in. Number 10. Let's start off this list the right friggin' way. And that was the prep work that was done by both Tyler Breeze and Samoa Joe for this week's NXT TakeOver event. Samoa Joe, despite his uh, squash match and ambush, if you know Booking 101, that means that Sasha Baron Corbin is effed in the A. But a dum dum did a job. Very nice. There we go. But Tyler Breeze stole the show by, by coming out with a, a mask for Jushin Thunder Liger, putting it on his opponent after he lost, and then hitting him with the beauty shot, which apparently has a new name now. Not, not only that, but he made the Liger match, Liger mask watch the match from the from the corner. Like he yes. put it so specifically so the yeah. eyes could see what was going on. It was really really cool. Um, it was really good build up, and it proves that. Despite the fact that Tyler Breeze has pretty much been on the roster since it's been NXT and hasn't gotten called up, he definitely deserves that main roster spot, and this might cement him finally. We may—I'm I'm predicting Tyler Breeze 2016 for president. Uh, obviously, that'd be great. Uh, it, so wait, be what did the beauty shot change to? What, do you know the new name offhand? Uh, I thought they called it something like the Breeze. It wasn't the Breeze kick, but it was something like that. But I don't think they referred to it as the beauty shot. I'd have to go back and rewatch it, but I'm almost positive they said something else. Or maybe else. the guy derped, because that's happened before. Oh, but you, you mean Byron Saxton or Corey Graves could have derped? 
wasn't it Rich <laughs> probably who said it? Rich Brennan. I don't know. Rich Brennan's pretty consistent. I feel like all the derps happen from <laughs> Byron and Corey arguing all the time. I, well, I remember think he when he did the beauty shot. He just did a wicked super kick, if I remember he correctly. He did a supermodel kick uh, to win the match. He won with yeah. the supermodel kick. Yeah. All right. Well, still. <clears throat> Um, I also need to make note here. Neither of these are in my top ten, but I have to note them regardless. John Cena granted his 500th wish for Make-A-Wish. And, like, I know we rag on Cena as a performer, but that's still pretty friggin' cool. Although Actually, we, we don't, do we? I feel like we don't on this show anymore. Uh, other people do in the comments. But still, like, that's still admirable for John. Even though, as CM Punk said, everybody does him. They only advertise Cena. But... Still, it's a cool accomplishment. And this is not top ten worthy because it's kind of crappy news. But despite being cleared for months now, Daniel Bryan has stated that WWE may never let him wrestle again. I kind of think that's exactly what's going to happen. And I think that's bullshit. I get it, the health concerns. But if Taker can come back and we're not as scared as we used to be, then... Give me a break with this dude. He's obviously training for a ring return, just like Taker did. And if Taker's old body can come back and still look really good, then I don't understand what the issue is here. So you're saying, hey. so you're saying Daniel Bryan yeah. should come back Great. and just kick people in the balls. That's going to be his new gimmick, too. Of course. Uh, hey, it's you in it's the balls. sound ring psychology. Is he, is he going to, and he's going to <laughs> yes the whole time, obviously. Well, as long as nobody comes back and works his nipple. Based offense. Wait, does um, does John Morrison work the nipple in Lucha Underground? I didn't see that. No, I don't think so. I don't know. We'll have to ask Alberto. Ah, uh, my nipples, Tero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got the crappy news out of the way, and we did number ten. Uh, number nine. All right, so little thing that happened. Um, it actually did lead to a SummerSlam match, but we got the return of Dolph Ziggler on Raw this week. It was the uh, the typical, oh, it's Rusev versus Mark Henry again. This will be a squash. And it was. And you're just like, well, this isn't going to be top 10 worthy. Hey, look, Lana's in the ring, and she's actually doing stuff. And then as she confronts Rusev, she looks around him and smiles, and I'm like, oh, gee, I guess he's coming back the week before instead of the week after, like she said last week. But there's a reason for this, because we're getting another match at SummerSlam. Well, Which we talk- need if it's going to be four hours and then an hour pre-show. Yes. Oh my and God. Rusev's so been on point, so, and Dolph Ziggler is always really good, so I'm not worried about that at all. Now, Rusev is having the best part of his career right now. Ironic that he's not being shoved as a main eventer. And how many how many times has that happened in the past? Oh, that a guy gets starts- pushed into the main spotlight and isn't ready, and then when they go back to a little bit lower of a... like an upper... Roman spot, Reigns! Right. Roman Reigns! Uh, well... Who else did that happen to? Oh, Drew McIntyre I thought that happened to as well. They yeah, pushed Drew him. McIntyre was doing awesome before he got released. Yeah, they pushed him and he kind of... he sucked, and he was all over TV, and then when he uh, actually got out of that push, he got a lot better. Yeah, Jinder Mahal was the same thing. But then they put them in 3MB, and they were awesome. Then they gave up on it, but that's a different story. Man, finally, at least, about, Ke- at least Kevin Owens is at the main event spots. Ugh. What about Vladimir Kozlov? Oh, yeah, Kozlov got better, too. He was terrible in the main event spot. Hey, you realize who all these people fought 
when they were terrible in the main event spot. Uh, Triple H and John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) And and Pat, I know you'll agree with this one. Ryback? Yep. Uh, And you probably agree with this. Curtis Axel. Yep. I sure do. So, yeah, that's a, it's a wonder what that what a little bit of time and patience can do for a guy. Hell, look at Seamus. Yeah, look at him. He, what about him? He looks stupid. <laughs> he, he's in the in the most boring feud with Randy Orton. And why it's is about it boring? Because that's boring. The, yeah, that's that's the storyline. We're both. No, boring. it would be boring if that wasn't the storyline, too. Remember last year when Randy Orton was in a boring feud with Roman Reigns at SummerSlam? I try not to remember shit like that. But, Pat, you always find a way to bring things up. Hey, remember when Hardcore Holly asked for his title match (laughs) and it happened at the Royal Rumble? It was 11 years ago, Pat. Yep, yep. But but thanks to you, I've never forgotten. Isn't that right, Hardcore? That was actually funny. (laughs) That was legitimately funny. That was like on a top ten of Goldberg's career. Yeah, there. I can't think of many other spots. The F and Spears on this show. They're well, pretty yeah. great. He, he's sitting there. He's sitting there in the corner waiting. He's happy he's that got, we mentioned. He's him. in the crouch and everything, and he's telling them <laughs> he's to just up. waiting. Oh, I thought you were saying he's in the crowd, and I was like, oh, that's right. We do. Re- we do record no, he's in an crouched arena. In the, he's crouched in the corner waiting <laughs> for the guy to get up for the spear. Yep. All right. Um, we're at number eight now, Daniel. Uh, number eight. In case you forgot. All right, this is a match that happened on Raw. Roman Reigns versus Luke Harper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those and cats for- rustle in shirts. Hey. And it was a it was a great match. They had I love I love <laughs> the Bray Wyatt just taking Byron Saxon's chair. <laughs> He's just not doing anything about it. You know who's a guy who's been good since he started in the WWE and hasn't tapered off at all? Luke Harper. Luke Harper's gotten better, I think, since he's been in WWE. I think uh, just all around he's been a solid performer. But, yeah, I mean, he has gotten even better now. And I, I still think taking away Eric Rowan from this equation has helped dramatically. Oh. <laughs> you mean, uh, that's, that's why I was worried they were going to put Sheamus in the Wyatt family. It's like, well, we need a redheaded dude. We need hey, an upside-down redhead. Yeah. An upside-down Rowan. Yeah. Or they could always add, he's Slater, baby. He needs something to do. <laughs> like anything? Literally anything? Is he like the lowest of the low card now because even Zack Ryder's doing something on NXT? I think Are you saying that he's the JTG of the current WWE? Well, it's either him or Jack Swagger. He's the most... Oh, they're the, both the most inconsequential characters, right? Well, Mark Henry's right there with them, though. Yeah, but at least Mark Henry's getting some TV. Somebody's time. gonna get the ass kicked. It's me. Me. Jack Swagger's <laughs> in a new game somehow. Yeah, Jack well, was, was CM Punk was in last year's game. As a matter of fact, he was a very important part of it. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> Jack Swagger can make a comeback just by giving him Zeb Coulter back. He's Slater, or he can just break someone's to... ankle and just come <laughs> yeah. back and break someone's ankle. Or he, he Slater kind of just needs another band. What he could do is he could join as the worship leader of the. I, I really enjoyed that legend of the story. new day. He'll be the worship leader. The thousandth raw storyline with him that was really good. Yes, it was <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, are we ready for the next one? 
number seven. Yeah, this is where it's kind of getting tough to order because there was a lot of good stuff this week. But let's do the TETD countdown here at number seven. Okay. The Tough Divas and the Total Enough. How does that work? Total Enough? It's just a show where they eat the breakfast cereal, Total. (laughs) Has Dana Brooks showed up on Total Divas yet? No, but she showed up on Tough Enough. Because she should be on Total Divas because she's the Total Diva. Jeez. Obviously. License, license to cancel TV shows. <laughs> yep. Um, Data Brooke and Jason Jordan were both on. Tough enough. The guys and the girls picked their finishers. And some of them were kind of dumb, but some of them were actually kind of good. ZZ basically invented his own move, and Billy Gunn helped him modify it, and it looked really great. And Sarah Lee's like, I never really thought about finishers, and they yelled at her for smiling. But they had Dana Brooke and Jason Jordan kind of selling for them. So it was pretty much Dana Brooks' greatest role yet since she debuted. So here, here's what happened. They got rid of Tanner, which was good because he, even though he's a good athlete, he has no charisma, and I'm sure he'll be in WWE one day, but he's got to work on his character. So the two final girls are Sarah Lee and Amanda. Now, Amanda's the hot girl that The Miz saved who should have gotten voted off had he not done that, and she would have. So... I'm pretty sure Sarah Lee is going to take this home, even though Amanda is much more advanced than Sarah Lee is. It's pretty obvious that this is going to be Sarah Lee's thing because it's like she tweeted. Well, yeah, but she's got the fan vote. And that's why I actually thought ZZ might be the front one front runner winner, too. But during this vote, Josh actually got the most votes. Because all three guys were defaulted in the bottom three since they were the last people left. Uh, Josh and Zizi, actually Amanda and Sarah, are probably all going to get hired in the end. But uh, I really think that it'll be Sarah and Josh as the actual winners. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Also, Daniel Bryan was the last guy who could possibly make a save. And since this was the last week, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to use it. And he's like, nope, I trust the WWE Universe. No saves. And the whole crowd was like, oh, I kind of um, as you've been watching that. And I don't know if you watch Tough Talk, but that's been my exposure to it every week. And uh, I really like how every single person, especially the Miz, I actually like the Miz as a judge, ragged on ZZ relentlessly about how. He's not in good cardio shape, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, some people are born athletes, and he's like, doesn't matter, this is going to be your job if you win, don't you understand that? You have to do this now, you have to understand it. You know what's funny about that, though? Do you know why they're ragging on him so much? <laughs> because that. Because the WWE officials don't like him and they want Josh to win, so they're trying really, really hard to bury him, which is actually backfiring on them because it's a fan-voted show. Oh, it's the worst, because his, his responses are the worst. I would rather blow my brains out than hear ZZ talk. All right, oh, Brett. Yeah, man. All right, Bret Hart. I'd rather blow my brains out than job to Sean on November. <laughs> he is the Survivor Series. ZZ God is the damn. worst. The worst uh, thing. All right, but here's the real highlight of Tough Enough. When Amanda called Sarah Lee a ring rat. Oh, that was a banned WWE term. It was now a banned term, but that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I wonder what... <laughs> When they go looking for rats now, I wonder what they're going to have to say since it's a banned term. Oh, jeez. Uh, We're going to find us some whores. Although, Sarah Lee, if she ends up working the indies after this, she should totally do that as a gimmick. Oh, be the ring rat? Like a manager who's a ring rat? Yes. 
It'd be awesome. So all she does is like grab their crotch. The entire time. So I got, I got, I got to talk about the total diva highlights too. And give First them of money. all, this this week's storyline in Total Divas was Eva Marie's return to NXT and how she got booed mercilessly when she came out. And she's like, I don't understand. The fans have always loved me, and now they don't like me. And then all the girls are burying her relentlessly. And then, of course, Ariane's the one who's like, hey, girl, I don't want to start any drama, but all the girls were talking about you. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't want to start drama, so you're going to start some drama. Like, I'm not involved in it, but they're all talking about you. And then Eva's like, well, if all they want to do is talk about me, it's just going to feel the fire, and I'm going to be even better. And she talked about how she chose the Kendrick as her finisher. Because that was her trainer. Also, her match sucked, but, you know, one thing at a time here. <laughs> the other funny thing is that Naomi's trying to win over Jimmy Uso's kids from his other marriage. So she's like, I'm going to spoil them this weekend. So she rented them a bounce house and a petting zoo. Wow. <laughs> but the best part was Jimmy Uso didn't take off his shoes when he went in the bounce house and he couldn't figure out how to go down the slide. He kept getting stuck. It's not like the first thing that kids know how to do is take off their shoes in a bounce house. It's usually because like five people tell them to do it, and then there's, and there's also a sign. sign. Yeah. There's a sign that says it too. <laughs> well, she's like, "I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to win them over." He's like, "Man, they love you. You don't need all this." And it's just like, "Damn, I, I would have enjoyed the bounce house too." All right, are we ready for six things that are really hard to order? Uh, number six? Yes, let's do this. All right, this is a double match shot. It's the eight-man tag from SmackDown and the Cesaro Orton-Sheamus-Owens match from Raw. And they're both on here for the same reason. They were awesome, they had SummerSlam implications, and you should watch them. Do I even uh, see anything more than that? I didn't see, I saw the Raw one. I haven't seen the SmackDown one yet, but yeah. It's good. I mean, it's it's your standard, everyone hits their finisher deal. But still, good shit. Yeah, but that's that's like super entertaining, though, bro. Good, good. good, good. It it's was good. fun. It's why it's hard. And you know, Cesaro's having the best push of his career right now, so he's the guy I'm still watching. Do that, that's indeed. All right, next. Five golden gimmicks over there. Oh, move that gimmick over there. All right. I, I put these two together because they were both really, really good big highlights, and they were the two contract signings that happened this week. The first one was the Seth Cena one, which was standard contract signing affair until Cena actually cut a pretty funny promo, except for the part where he's like, I'm going to be the 16-time champion and starts acknowledging Ric Flair. And I'm like, no. No, no. Oh, wow. It's this, the ultimate challenge. This is making me remember. I, I watched everything but that segment on Raw because I was like, yeah, I'll come back to this later. And I never did. You actually oh. should watch it. It was actually pretty entertaining, especially because Triple H was out there and Cena was ripping into him for being Ric Flair's bitch. And he didn't say it in like the cheesy Cena way. He said it in the I'm going to piss off the boss and get away with it way, which made it better, especially because Triple H sold it with a facial expression. But I think my favorite contract signing was the Bailey Sasha Banks one on NXT because Sasha signed her contract with the bank stamp. That was good. <laughs> that was awesome. And then um, <laughs> Bailey waited until way past when the music hit and the. She's like, "No, I know how this is supposed to end. I'm going to fight you now." And Sasha's like, "LOL, nope." 
Uh, good stuff. And it gets even better than that. Number four. All right, I'll let Pat talk about this one because I know he's going to. And that, of course, is the Stardust and Barrett promo. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm so stoked for the feud still. And I think it was like last week on SmackDown, they beat up Neville. And uh, this week, now they're now they're like Batman Forever villains. It's wonderful. It's awesome. It's so they're in the star room. Was he like, now, Barrett, teach me how to punch a guy. <laughs> pretty much. He was it. He's he's so good at playing this. The what he's defining what Stardust is in this feud better than anything else so far, and um, <laughs> so he gives a gift to Wade Barrett, which is a new cape for him. But it's a cosmic cape, so now he is your cosmic king. That was king. so awesome. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, he put it on him, and uh, <laughs> and then Barrett felt the power of the cosmos. It was great. It was awesome. The, the, the promo has me really pumped for this match, and I bet you Stephen Amell is going to wrestle way better than you know expected. What? His entrance was good, but the other guy's entrance was better. <laughs> the difference? Showmanship. Yeah, this is accidentally, by not having the Miz in this match, has helped Wade Barrett's character grow into something better. Oh, it's, it's like the best thing that could have happened, not having the Miz in this match. Boom! I think it would have been awful if that was Stardust and the Miz trying to cut a promo. Because it would but, all be about Miz, right? It'd be Miz but, going, I'm a better actor than you. Not really. Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing is, with Barrett, Barrett's a gimmick character, so it's working better that way, in my opinion. Which is a dangerous thing to have. Opinions are a dangerous thing to have. All right, let's do number three. Number three. Oh, it's it's. I almost wanted to put this at number two, but I, I kind of can't because there's a there's a downside to it. Um, it was the women's matches on Raw. Diva Revolution. Becky Lynch defeats Tamina, and then Sasha Banks makes the Divas Champion tap out, which is a huge deal. What killed it for me though? was the Minnesota crowd chanting, we want Lesnar and JBL during the Sasha Banks match. And look, I get it. You're not the big wrestling crowd, and you're trying to be smarkier than you really are. You're Minnesota. Shut up. Sorry, Chev. Sorry, Monty. But shut up, Minnesota. Sorry, Jesse. You should be way better fans because you guys were the friggin' home of the AWA. So shut up. Don't disrespect my girl, Sasha. That was 30 years ago, Christopher. No, I don't care. But the match was so friggin' good, and technically they were the main event. Oh, because it was a talky main event? It was a talky main event. They were the match main event. So it's it's more annoying because of that. But hey, you know what? It's a Minnesota crowd. Screw them. We're getting the Brooklyn crowd this week. For and, three shows in a row. <laughs> and they're gonna go and they're going to cheer for the women. Specifically the NXT girls. And maybe Naomi? Maybe. Well, Paige, for sure. All right, then. So here's what the actual two is. Number two. What else? The Paul Heyman promo. Paul Heyman promos are always in the top ten. If Paul Heyman cuts a promo, you can guarantee he's going to be in the top ten. And I kind of liked the, um, the dong tease that they did. Oh, yeah, you would. Well, Shin would, but he was on last week, so. I'm going to tease, I'm going to tease your dong by kicking it. 
<laughs> I kicked your dong. The best part was because it was, it was because it was Minnesota. The crowd was super pro Lesnar and were booing the Undertaker. Well, which I, I, isn't that kind of the way it should be? It, that's totally the way it should be, and I, I like that they. Like this was my worry at first, and they avoided it by making Brock still technically not a heel. I, I like that they did that instead of just going, "Oh, Brock Lesnar's a bad guy again," because they they invested so much time in getting him over as a face, but now uh, Taker is just, "I want to get even with you. We're not faces. We're not heels." We're not tweeners. They're like above the car and stuff. Oh man, Vince McMahon said this in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> We're nothing as passe as good guys and bad guys. <laughs> Which has been how many of the last years? Very passe, good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Very clear. <laughs> There's no more faces and heels. That's what that. Cure for the common show promo is all about that. There's no faces and heels anymore. My favorite part about you, quite quite frankly, don't want to have your intelligence insulted. Oh, oh, okay. That's why you blew up in a limo. I also absolutely (laughs) loved how that faces and heel thing happened right around that big money in the bank title match when they specifically booked all seven competitors in a match and it was the four heels versus the three faces. I'm like, oh, well, if there's no faces and heels, then how are these teams decided? <laughs> By random, holla, holla, holla. <laughs> Whoa, get out of my way. You either like them or you don't like them. Okay, so then why are Seamus and Randy Orton in a match together? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And of course... This all brings us to my number one favorite thing in wrestling this week. Number one! And that was the Kevin Owens promo on NXT, where he ripped apart the NXT crowd, calling them the John Cena of wrestling fans, (laughs) because nothing they say is genuine, and how happy he is that they don't get to see this takeover. That's awesome. It was so good, and it was so true. It was like he was straight up shooting. But, man, that was a great friggin' promo. You know what? A side thing that I I liked was the opening to Raw and how Triple H and Stephanie actually ran down the card to make SummerSlam feel really huge. Yeah. Although, I gotta say, I really don't like that whole marketing about the match too big for WrestleMania because, as every single person on the internet has said, and I agree with this, there's no such thing as a match too big for WrestleMania. Right. That's the whole point of WrestleMania. And SummerSlam, as much as I love, and it's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year, it's not as big as WrestleMania. No, Um, it never has been. as big as Royal Rumble. (laughs) I I always felt like Royal Rumble was a bigger (laughs) pay-per-view. Yep. Except the last three years when the, the match Royal too Rumble big match for, itself too big for battleground. Your final two competitors are John Cena and not over Ryback. Well, this sucks. Cena's going to win, but and they, it's not even main eventing. They've really kind of uh, went out of their way to get people on this card to get people to pay attention. They brought Taker and Lesnar back. They've got Stephen Amell, and they got John Stewart hosting the event. They did a pretty good job. No, they did. It's going to be a really good SummerSlam. Uh, the four-hour thing is kind of meh, but I get off work at three that day, so I'm going to come home, probably order some pizzas, so pop open some five brewskis. hours with the pre-show. <laughs> ah, unless I do a two-hour pre-show like they did for WrestleMania. 
Uh, no. Classic Chris WrestleMania 12 hours. Yeah. See, the dog does not approve. All right, you guys ready to run down the events for the weekend? Yeah. I got the card in front of me. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. No sleep till. They are going to bring the hood to you, guys. All right, so let's start off with the fact that I've got... I have a full NXT card, including what's happening on the special edition from Brooklyn, which will be taped before NXT. So, screw it, let's do them all. First off, you have a a four-way Divas match. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Emma, and Dana Brooke. I am suspicious Dana Brooke will go over because it would actually make the most sense to put over... It's like you're putting putting two teams against each other in a four-way. Pretty much, yeah. I'm sure there'll be like some Emma-Dana-Brooke dissension crap, but I'm sure it's going to be a Dana-Brooke victory because they're trying to get her over, especially if Bailey wins the women's title. Dana-Brooke is the next logical contender because she's the... Well, she needs needs a heel to work, right? Right, and she's the the top heel for the girls right now because she's a bitch. Charlotte and Becky are just there to draw, pretty much. Um, We're getting an appearance by Hideo Itami on the show. So I'm sure that I gonna... still cannot wrestle. <laughs> I got my uh, driver's license. <laughs> Actually, but my wife does not still. Like I think he might be. Cl- I think he might be cleared by now, so we might be getting his next storyline. Which is he going to get I revenge face... on KO before KO disappears? Or oh, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure KO is disappearing when he loses, and then wrestles the next night as well. He's right. going to put on the mask. He's going to be sushi pizza. It's gonna be kind of like. So is this Hideo thing on the taping or on the? The Hideo thing should be the actual taping, but it was it was on here, so I wanted to just mention it real quick. All right, let's do the other taping matches. You've got the eight man tag, which is Enzo and Cass and the Hype Bros, which have new music against Jason Jordan and his new partner, who's ready, willing, and Gable, and then Wilder and Dawson, who are actually getting a decent-sized push as a tag team. It would make more sense to put the heels over here, but I have a feeling it's just going to be a baby win. And then there's two other singles matches for the taping itself. One of them is Eva Marie versus Carmella, which means Eva Marie's going over because... Because exactly, and the pro- the real problem here is that I don't think Car- I don't think Carmella's bad in the ring, but I don't think she's advanced enough to pull a good match out of Eva Marie. So unless Eva Marie really stepped up her game in like the six months she's been training, despite the fact that her last match was garbage, I'm not too fond of where this one's going. She can't get her through a match, but she's hot as hell. <laughs> And then the other singles match for the actual show is the new and improved Bull Dempsey is debuting. Oh, that's awesome. Which is going to be neither new nor improved because it's going to still weigh the same and look the same. It's going to be quite like He probably will have new gear, right? He'll have new gear. He'll have new gear, probably a new song. Look, he's totally different. No, he's not. He's going to dig out Simon Dean's music. And instead of pretending like he's blown up, he'll actually work. He'll pretend he's not, which is still a lie. <laughs> Dude, that would have been a great opportunity to bring back Simon Dean, because that would have been a character that NXT could have appreciated. Oh, yeah, for sure. Be- because Nova's friggin' awesome at everything he does. 
was such a good you know, except for selling all those uh, steroids there. Oh yeah, like eight years ago. Or, he was or pretty awesome at him for a while, at that for a while. Or making Bobby Lashley eat hamburgers when that was the first time we ever heard Bobby Lashley talk, and I'm like, oh god, why are they eat the burger? I'm gonna make eat you eat burger, all these Simon. double cheeseburgers, Simon. Eat the burger, Simon. Eat it. I'm like this guy sucks. He makes Mike Tyson sound masculine. <laughs> but at least Mike Tyson's is funny because he's got the New York accent and the lisp. Praise be to Allah. <laughs> you say your name is Finley, and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley, and you're a bastard. Eat the cheeseburgers. Right. Eat the cheeseburgers. All right, let's do the actual NXT TakeOver card. We have the debut of Apollo Crews, which is Uwa Nation. It's not Black Tyler. Not, not Black Ty Dillinger, Perfect Ten. Perfect Ten Ty Dillinger. Well, I don't know how much of a Perfect Ten he's going to be when Apollo Cruz wipes the friggin' floor with him, but I'm looking forward to this. Cruz seems like a guy who's going to be a huge, huge star for these guys in the future. Or he'll just be Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, no, because he can actually move. Although, look how good Ezekiel Jackson got when he stopped being in WWE. Yeah, he lost his eye and he gained some ability. He lost his eye and gained talent. So that's how it works. And he mowed the lawn. All right. Well, speaking of talent, the next match has Baron Corbin in it. Buddy's facing Samoa Joe. And I think we all agree how this one's going down. Joe goes over because Baron Corbin got the the one-ups on the show. Joe is going to kill you. No, he is going to kill. I mean, he's not, and he's not going to speak. And it's going to look very unconvincing because he won't sell. <laughs> yeah, because Baron Corbin doesn't know how to fucking sell. Ay. He can't even sell being knocked out. It's just like, dude, take a nap. It'll look good enough. <laughs> no, I can't. I have to have my eyes open and look around. Otherwise, when will I know that when I can leave? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well. Hey. Next up, you have Tyler Breeze facing Jushin Thunder Liger, which is friggin' awesome, especially because Liger can still go. This might be the Dark Horse show stealer, at least as far as the singles matches are concerned. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a very big deal. I would actually like to see Tyler Breeze go over, but I <laughs> I have a feeling that's just not going to happen. I think, I think I'm sure. That. I think it should happen, but I feel like it's going to be... I feel like he'll at least get a great showing and get put over, but he won't actually win the match. <laughs> Whoa! Did you see WWE's new shirt, though, by the way? For Finn Balor? The Balor Club? Yeah, Bal- the Bullet Club. I mean, Balor Club t-shirt. Wow. Yes. I saw a fan wearing it on NXT. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, he was. They have a Liger shirt out for for the one night only shirt. They also have a blue pants shirt. About time. It doesn't even look like the right pants. They didn't even market it correctly. They could have sold blue pants. I totally would have bought the blue pants. But a shirt with blue pants. I would be. I'm more interested in what's in the blue pants. (laughs) Hey, Leva, we're gonna sell a shirt for you. We're not gonna put you on the roster, but we're gonna sell a shirt for you. And you'll get nothing from it. And since you're not signed, you don't get anything. (laughs) Sound fair? Okay. 
Well, that, of course, leads us to our title matches for NXT TakeOver. You have the women's title on the line, and Sasha Banks is going to get a big ol' hug from Bailey. Because she's going over. This is going to be Bailey's ascension. Or could it be like that when she fought Charlotte and she came out crying? And everyone's like, oh, shit, she just ruined the finish, and then she lost. Then she lost, yeah. (laughs) But then again, that's because everybody thought Charlotte was going right up to the main roster, and then it didn't happen for, like, three more months. So, yeah. Yeah. And Sasha's already on the main roster, so it seems obvious that it's the finish. But it doesn't matter. It's going to be a great match, and I'm sure Bailey is going to get all the feels when she goes over. Or she's going to get all the feels when she loses. Either way, Bailey's going to cry. Bailey should win now. Bailey Sasha's moved on. It's not fair. She, sh- Sasha should have gotten the title strip from her and a tournament should have happened. It's bullshit. You know why? It's because JBL was in charge back then and it's legal now. <laughs> JBL stripped Paige of the title, and, but Regal's like, eh. <laughs> English- we'll have a sunshine. <laughs> English versus Texan rules, pretty much. <laughs> It's not fair. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was great. All right. Tag titles are on the line. Vaude Villains versus Blake and Murphy. And this is that one where I'm kind of like, I feel like Blake and Murphy are going to retain and it's going to be kind of lame. But because they're doing the storyline with Alexa Bliss, I feel like they're going to have backup. And we're all kind of hoping it's going to be Blue Pants. The fans were chanting Blue Pants. Which means they probably have already changed what's going to happen because the yeah. fans were pretty nah. <laughs> They gave away the finish. All right, I guess it's going to be Cassie now. I'd or still be Billy, okay with that. Billy Kay, that's Jesse McKay's new name. Billy Kay. Either one would be fine. It's a good way to debut a new diva. Even though they've both had three matches, I think. I just hope it's not something... It's, it, it would be funny if it was another vaudevillain gimmick and it was like a bearded lady or something, but I don't think it would last very long. Like a thun, like Thunder Kitty from the Indies, like she works that like old school female wrestler thing. Yeah, and then you just put Sarah Del Rey in an old school outfit, like an they old one piece swimsuit. You mean they like they they should just have Sarah Del Rey on TV, which we all yeah. wish they did. Just have Sarah Del Rey come out in one of her old outfits and. Pile drive Alexa Bliss. Aw, poor Blissy. I, I, I still give the fans credit for come on, Blakey, let's go party, because that makes me laugh. Because of his Barbie hair. Uh, 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 yeah. At least their hair isn't as ridiculous anymore because they're not doing like the pigtails and shit anymore. Yeah, but their entrance gives me a seizure. Well, I don't really pay attention. <laughs> when were, it was funny because they're coming out and Shannon's watching it with me and she goes, oh my god, they're going to make me sick. Close your eyes. But she she very much enjoyed the chance at Blake. And that takes us to the main event. Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, NXT Championship ladder match. Probably going to steal the show entirely. How, how does the main event steal the show? Well, I'm sure Shawn Michaels would. Everyone forgets about the rest of the show. Of course. There we go. That's the whole point of the main event. It's supposed to be the best and most important match. Maybe. It could only have the steel the show. It could only have the steel showing from itself. The show steeled. The show the steel the they the the, the, the steel, steel in the show. 
Oh, the steal with the show and the show. And oh, and a free, free Motor City machine gun. Oh, there's a ladder. How can it not steal the show with a ladder? Because at one point, those dog tags were their top-selling item. Why? They were like a dollar. So then they ordered like a billion of them, and then they couldn't sell anymore. So they're <laughs> just like, in every package, two dog tags. God. <laughs> anyway, Finn Balor's going over. The only real shocker yep. here is and that Kevin Owens is going to die, and then he still has a match for the pay-per-view. So, thinking of that pay-per-view, let's review. Big ups to the big ups to the people that are pulling double duty this weekend, having a big match at the NXT, and then on the pay-per-view, crazy. A couple of people like that. Let's review the SummerSlam card. First of all, according to the dryer sheets, hashtag dryer sheets, the Fatal Four Way Tag Championship match got moved to the pre-show. Obviously, it had to be something, and that's pretty much the most... Because we only have four hours! That's all we have! Yeah, we can't do all the matches. PTP, PTP, Los Matadors, Lucha Dragons, and New Day. Who do you think takes it home? PTP stays. I think PTP Uh, stays, although I want New Day to win them back. I kind of want Lucha Dragons to get their turn and then feud with New Day. Because I think that could be fun. But we'll see. We have the Hispanics hating on the blacks. I feel the power of positivity. (laughs) And I like how nobody thinks it'll be the Matadors. Who? Exactly. All right, so that kind of takes us to your SummerSlam card. Let's start with Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev. And then can he zigzag him? No, he can't. He's too fat. <laughs> no, he can't. He has shoes on now. <laughs> so you're saying because his feet will be flat on the mat, he'll be able to ground himself to the to the mat. Right. And not, right. Not and he'll be able to avoid getting a zigzag because because he's shoe sev now. If he weren't shoe sev. The, his his arches wouldn't provide enough surface area on the mat. Exactly. Exactly. We are and, really overanalyzing this. And because of that, he wouldn't be able to take him down with the zigzag. So Rusev wins. Yeah, and then he puts the cane mask on. So he has the boots and the cane mask. That was awesome. All right, let's see what you got for our next one. <laughs> now we have Kevin Owens versus Cesaro. Uh, match of the night. Yeah, this is a show stealer. This has the it depends how how bad Kevin is hurt after a fucking ladder match the night before. Yeah, but I I, I still think this match is gonna Cesaro can pull a broomstick through an excellent match. So the fact that he's got even a even a even a fat broomstick. Yeah, even <laughs> eat Owens eat even a fat broomstick like Kevin Owens if he's at like thirty percent he's still gonna get a great match. You know what? Broomsticks are easy to swing around. Yeah. Cha. Cha. Alright, how about Sheamus versus Randall? This is a piss break match. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I and guess what? The entrances will still be happening when you get back from the bathroom. And also, Sheamus has the briefcase, so we already know the answer to the match. 
it, it's just like um, it's just like last month. It's going to be a good match. Am I going to be invested in it? No, no. It'll be a, it'll be a solid match. That will be you'll be like, all right, that was pretty good, but I really didn't care. That was pretty good. Pretty good. And of course, I have to ask: Will there be a cash in? Unless uh, unless Shamus wants the. Uh, does he get just the world title, or does he get the world and the U.S. title? I don't know. It's the ultimate challenge. They used to, They always. They always build it as getting a world championship match. Like I, I've always heard it say, you get a world championship match at your choosing. So I never understood where the IC and U.S. stuff came from, except for the fact that you can do it in the game. Right. All right. So. I, I don't believe so, but I'm just curious because I know the matches. Um, the winner. The winner, winner take of John all. Cena, yeah, takes all. So that would actually be kind of funny if he inserted himself into it, kind of like Rollins did, and took both of them. That would actually be a good storyline, which means it won't happen. Right, right. Rollins, you know, we, like, we, you can't do this. To, <laughs> you can't do this to me. We might as well talk about the world title match because we know it's not main eventing. So, yeah, it's. I, I think it's either going to be Rollins takes all or Sheamus takes all. I don't think it's going to be John. If it's John, it's going to be lame. And he's like, ha-ha, Tybrick Flair. Guess what? I That's what's happening. I think going to get booed the fuck out of that building if he That's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> the okay. only thing I could do is if John Cena wins, she must better fucking cash in right away so at least we can ha- go from being angry about 16 and then be angry about Sheamus being world champion. <laughs> So that Cena can win it again and go 17? Yeah, of course, when he gets his rematch. Of course, which he'll get it the next night on Raw. Hey. And then All right. And so that he'll go from tied to two ahead. All right. Next is the uh, Chris is rooting for the same guy as Pat match. The Intercontinental Championship triple threat that was supposed to happen at Battleground. Because they found... Oh, so you guys are both rooting for Big Show. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, guess they what? Found, they found even Dan is is rooting for the same guy as you two. <laughs> yeah, yes, we're, we're, we're a Ryback podcast. We're, Finally, it's so it's going to be a right tension. Yes. So of course that yes. means Miz is winning. So anyway, fuck you. Anyway, all right, let's talk about the nine diva elimination tag team match, which is also known as the LOL. We're going to erase AJ from the history book soon. Oh, by the way, this is a uh, elimination match in that each team has to be eliminated, not each member of each team has to be eliminated. Right, so one person gets pinned, that team's out, which means it'll probably be Team Bad getting eliminated first, which will be lame. But I'd like to actually see... Because the Bellas should get eliminated first, so the match can be good. Yes, which is exactly what it should be. And at that point, it doesn't matter if Sasha or Becky or Paige wins, as long as one of those three stands victorious. But at least again, I also like Sasha Bree, so. doing double duty. Yeah, but I also really like Bree, so I have somebody on each team I like. Buck, 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 buck. I like all three members of one of the teams. All right, let's talk about Romain Reigns, Dino Ambrose, and the good members of the Wyatt family. <laughs> Wyatt family, the good version. <laughs> Shield versus Y. Shield versus Wyatt yes. with a. Oh, I, saw, I saw it this week. There was some, I think WWE was like, hey, if you could name the stable of Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, what do you call them? And I was like, the Shield. And then um, <laughs> nobody got it. I got it. <laughs> They're missing the D. 
I got it. Oh, baby girl, I ain't missing the D. <laughs> um, I feel like it'll be a Wyatt victory, but Whoa. it'll still be a great match. And there's pyrotechnics display going on. And there's gunshots in Pat's neighborhood. <laughs> gunshots, fireworks, or a backfiring car. You know why? There are fireworks because we're about to talk about Neville. And he has fireworks. Oh my so, god. So a lot the of green, the the green arrow and the red arrow are teaming up against the villains. The Batman Forever villains. And I'm really, really looking forward to this match. This is going to be so much fun. And I I mean, part of me goes, oh, it might just be Stephen Amell wrestling in just like, you know, gym shorts or whatever. But I actually, I really hope he, after, like, he, how he knows his fans, I really hope he comes out in an arrow inspired wrestling outfit honestly pat i think the only reason he wouldn't do that is if he somehow didn't get permission to yeah which if he's already here he's probably got all the permission in the world but that's the only conceivable reason why and then when it doesn't happen and people are like uh steven ml sucks he didn't even wear the thing and then they find out that's because he couldn't and they'll be like uh well everyone else sucks and neville better wear red gear for this for this match (laughs) neville if you don't wear red gear you're just not doing it right exactly and of course, Come on, the, Speedy. And of course, the true main event will be, and we already discussed this. I got my revenge. It don't matter, but I did I'll it. I'll kick you in the balls. <laughs> That's my new finish in 2K16. At least when Pat gets the game. Balls, balls, but balls, balls. <laughs> I'm being told I can't say balls. <laughs> I'll kick you in the ring, rats. <laughs> He could write uh, in the Sarah Lees. Uh, he could say ring rats. He, he used to have the Sarah tattoo, so it's okay. God, did he still got his backstage mafia tattoo, by the way. Does that mean that <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> yeah, the B- BSM. I was that like, was to fight the click back in the day. Which is so like, Undertaker, you need to start a group to fight back on the, the click. And they're like, okay. We're the backstage mafia. And I never used to be able to tell it was an M. It always looked like a B. And I was like, why is Undertaker a Backstreet Boy tattoo? <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Take his back, all right. Oh, that was Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones did an excellent job with Take that. Take his back, all right. Yeah. 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 Spin kick. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was still my favorite Pat Rage moment ever when he thought Nathan Jones just fucked the Undertaker out of his WrestleMania. Oh, I don't know if that was was that as good as when Randy Orton RKO'd Undertaker out of the choke slam. That was pretty great too. <laughs> and we all looked at you as yeah. the, as the count began. Uh and also Taker losing the streak was pretty funny though because Shin at the party was like, I don't fucking see the point of the Undertaker having these matches anymore. It's not like he's ever gonna lose Two, three, and then did your brother? You did it! You did it! Did your brother just look at him and was like, "You were saying? Yeah, you were saying? <laughs> I wish I hadn't bought all these caskets." Then there were a lot. You know, you know what's funny about all cries, that? Too many cries. You know what's funny about that? It's it's as if Jason Shin was wrong because that's <laughs> never happened before, <laughs> ever. So Hardinger goes to Suplex City. 
Pretty Rocky much, goes yeah. to Suplex City and then and reverses And Shin pees out a window. Reverses and he reverses the F5 into a dick punch and then wins. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm going to kill you. I want you, man. That yeah. dick and balls based offense, man. It's great ring psychology. He's picking a body part. <laughs> Yeah, a body part that's technically illegal, but whatever. Is it? Because I remember Ric Flair having the testicular claw finisher in like every SBR game. It wasn't. Wasn't his uh, Google Plata? Wasn't that like? Wasn't that illegal? His Googleplex. Googleplex. Because it's technically a choke. Yeah, and he ran a storyline with it, and they're like, uh, maybe it's not illegal, even though it is technically. What? Like when they made Taz change up the Kate Hajime? Yeah. You can't do that like to immediately. <laughs> Duel, okay. First fucking match, he gets all this build up. He beats Kurt Angle. First person to ever beat Kurt Angle. Two minutes later, oh, your finisher? It's illegal. <laughs> Speaking of balls, Taz got his clip that night. Yeah, next week he was on Raw, like feuding with the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> this is a town grade. And then he got hurt. And then he never really came back. Taz was a good missed opportunity in WWE. They started him so well. Okay. Well, we've, we've ran down everything. But of course, not everybody agreed with the good of wrestling this week. And that brings us to this week's Troll Truth. From our old pal, Hey Man, who raged over the finish of the Sasha Banks-Nikki Bella match when Nikki tapped out. Why? Because it's more horrible booking by WWE. The developmental champion beats the main roster champion by submission. Once again, WWE shows no respect for veteran talent and that if you debuted more than a few years ago, you're irrelevant. Calling her developmental almost sounds like his way of calling her retarded. Yeah, because he's just... Have you seen her mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you seen her face? She's a derp. I also like that he's his whole rant against veteran talent is literally based around people like Christian and Jack Swagger, who he feels should get a push because he likes them. Well, and because his girl Nikki lost. If they were showing no respect for veteran talent, then I guess that means absolutely nothing to the Miz and Big Show, two guys he fucking loves, as well as Randy Orton and Sheamus. Oh, what about that guy? What's his name? Oh, uh, John Cena. You're well, an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Not only that, but when, when Christian was on his way out of, of wrestling, I mean, he main evented a bunch of pay-per-views with Del Rio. There, there were main event feuds uh, when they still had two titles for, for Christian to be in there. The one more match was part of that. Yeah, but, but, um, he's, but he's an irrelevant idiot. You're irrelevant. Well, he, so are you. Yeah, it, 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 it's just it's 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 a stupid, stupid comment to make, and it's all based on somebody he didn't like lost. Had she made Sasha tapped out, it would have been excellent booking, and that these developmental people need to learn their place and job for six months. You know what's funny is these guys are more over than people like Jack Swagger ever were. Yeah, but he doesn't understand that. And by these guys, you mean them bitches. <laughs> them bitches and Kevin Owens and Cesaro and whoever else yeah. you really want to name who's in the forefront of WWE TV right now. And There's of course, he likes Cesaro now after fucking hating him when he did. Because Cesaro is finally a veteran. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, he has to be in WWE for a few years before he can actually like him. Yeah, it's, it's just, 
It's just funny how horribly so irrelevant. Does that mean Bree Wyatt and Dean Ambrose are getting close? Uh oh. Oh, the day he starts liking those guys is the day I'm just going to shit my pants on a live podcast. Antonio bought our shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, uh, they should put a dirty, disgusting, filthy, sweaty wife beater up for Luke Harper. That should be a WWE shop item. But it's like perfectly totally fine. They just too. found a way to get that color. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That color. It's not hard. It has to be like completely oversized. Of course. That'd be. Oh, come on, WWE. License to print money. Earlier we gave him a license to cancel a TV show, and now we got him a license to print money. But now we're going to give Dan a license to rip on people. Hey, guys, uh, did you enjoy SmackDown tonight? I uh, didn't watch it. I didn't know it was on tonight. That's the question that they ask every week as soon as SmackDown's over. They ask in a poll, yes or, yes oh, yeah, or no. Oh, yeah, does it say you in all caps, too? Did yeah, you? Yeah, you was all caps. Did you enjoy SmackDown tonight? <laughs> did you? Let's find out if they if the people enjoyed SmackDown tonight. Oh, God, I can't. I wait. haven't watched SmackDown in close to five years. Oh, thanks. Simple yes or no would have sufficed. Thanks. Hey, you can click yes or no. How is a match too big for WrestleMania, but not too big for hashtag SummerSlam WWE? (laughs) This match is too big for WrestleMania. That's why it has to be on SummerSlam. Which is like the number three pay-per-view of the year, but still. SmackDown main event was fire. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was fire. (laughs) Fire, fire. I don't know what they were trying to say, because the N is pretty far away from the R. I like when the N's are far away. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Someone's going to stop listening to the show an hour and seven minutes in. Of course. I didn't ring the bell anymore. (laughs) Is WWE fake or real? Reply your answer to me. Hashtag real. Oh, God. Well, is it? Is WWE fake or real? Uh, It's... For real. Like Chris Benoit. For it's real. going down for real? Uh, oh, Pharrell? Pharrell's involved? It's going down for real. Oh, that was SummerSlam's theme last year. Yeah, and because... Oh, was, or was it the year before or whatever? Because it was back when the pre-show would be on YouTube and stuff. And you would like start up early so make sure you got there on time. And it would just play the song over and over and over again for like an no, hour no, before no, the no, pre- no. for like an hour before the pre-show started. It was just the logo with the music going for like an hour. It's going and down, Pharrell. And you're just like, does this song actually end? I don't know. But our last comment: Don't watch SmackDown anymore. Utz terrible. The it chips. sure is. Utz chips. No, there's an it's an ass instead of a Z. Oh, okay. All right. So, a little backstory here. Uh, Dan was having some trouble with his internet before we started recording. And 
I quickly went onto WWE's Facebook page to get some backup comments in the event that Dan would not be able to join us. Fortunately, Dan is able to join us. And fortunately for you guys, you're about to get bonus Facebook comments because now WWE wants to discuss SummerSlam. Don't miss a second of the WWE SummerSlam action taking place this week in New York City. And of course, it's got all types of photos of all the charity events like the charity softball game and everything. And people are really excited for WWE SummerSlam because the first comment says, when is WWE SummerSlam? (laughs) All right. Then you have this one. The story goes like this. At SummerSlam, Eric Rowan will be back and destroy Roman and Dean. Then the title of Seth will be on John Cena. So Seth will leave authority back of that statue and reunite shield. Wow. Wait, how is Beck involved? (laughs) Um, let's see how to register wwe i from mali i won in wwe please i won fight zack Ryder. (laughs) wow yep okay I definitely won't miss it, especially with my boy John Cena about to come the 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Ryan Allen Reeves, right back in parentheses, the animal, thumbs up. <laughs> That's not who he is. <laughs> Ryan Allen Reeves, right back, the animal. <laughs> Da, 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 da. We should get a Ryan Allen Reeves chant started next time we're at a WWE event. Ryan Allen Reeves. Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> uh, this person wants WWE events on radio. <laughs> that would be, be very... great with all with all the visual gags. <laughs> all the visual gags, you know, like wrestling. Uh, God, do they they do not internationally screen any of this crap. I love to watch WWE live. I'm from Nigeria. I'm a full WWE fan. I love to meet Triple H one-on-one. Nigerians love you all. <laughs> and then the last comment is, I am wait for Roman with this SummerSlam. I love Roman! <laughs> Why don't you marry him? God damn it. Thanks, fans. Maybe I will. Well, I can now. Uh, are we done burying people tonight? No. Of course. It's time to play points. Or. Buried. Or. Uh, folded. <laughs> Forgot your damn cue. <laughs> or. Frozen. What else you got, Arnold? Uh, erased and uh, hey. terminated. Of course. All right, what do you got, Crouchy? Effin' Speared. And uh, don't wake him up. Wait, wait, wait. First, you can also get Don Wested sometimes. Oh! <laughs> you already, Don, you already used up your card. I know you're uh, swimming in like 500 of them, but you used it. Go away. Go swim over there. Uh, oh, you woke and him then, up. All yeah. right, don't, don't save it, Roman. Oh, you can get ooh, <coughs> baby girl. <laughs> Alright, so One time only This week's game came from our old pal Siobhan 
He noticed that China crashed Roddy Piper's funeral and <laughs> beelined towards Triple H to harass him. So... And by harassing, you mean beg for forgiveness. Pretty much. Still yeah. harassing him. Yes. At somebody's fucking funeral. At someone's funeral. What is wrong yes. with you? Are you still on drugs? The answer Probably. to all these questions is yes. It's yes. So, uh, naturally, I started wondering, what would be a really inappropriate or really hilarious event for any wrestler to interrupt? And that's where you guys came in. So these are wrestlers. If half of these events. aren't bad news, Barrett giving people bad news. Nope, because they can't be. The one and done rule is in effect. You could not duplicate a wrestler, uh-huh. and to make everyone be creative, you could also not duplicate an event. Ooh! Did anyone so, violate these rules? I don't think so, but some of them are close. So I'm going to let you guys make that decision. Oh, uh, I, I can smell the ban hammer. <laughs> Ugh, I got the hat. He's got the shovel. Oh yeah, flip your shovel upside down and get ready for the the hammer side. Yeah, I gotta use the the hammer and the shovel. Yes. All right. So you ready to hear what events these wrestlers are interrupting? Yeah. All right. The first one, of course, is racist Vince at an NAACP meeting. Yeah. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> What are you people doing here? Oh, God. Well, first it gets the zero-valued racist points, obviously. Of course. The highly coveted zero-point racist points. <laughs> um, and regular points, because I thought it was funny. All right, Taylor Chadwick, points. <laughs> okay. Brutus Beefcake, with large clippers in hand, shows up at a bris and asks... Am I too late? Oh. Bruce the Barber. Cringies. Bruce Cake? Ew. Oh, you just no. made it so much worse. Ew. Or made better. I think we found an episode title. Ew. Keep the tip. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Oh. Kiss your water last week, and then I am. Uncut. Yeah, uh, we, learn, we learn a lot of things when Shin is on the show that I never wanted to know about people. I, I say cringe and regular points. Damn, one fifty to Mike Simsack. Wow. And then also cringe points to Patrick, and then cringe points to Chris. Cool. I don't know what to do with these, but all right. I, w- I can't wait to give P out the window points. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Your next one is... favorite moments. God. Your next one is... Macho Man in a Driver's Ed class. Oh, God. I don't know if it's... it's, That's not quite cringe. Snap into a palm tree? It's not disgusting. It's just... It's just sad. It's uh, Macho Man. Just pull over to the side of the road. Yeah. Watch out for that tree. Oh, oh man. Watch out for that swerve. Boom <laughs> tree. Oh my God. The, did you watch the, the new Macho Man documentary that they put out? In the beginning, is actually a tire spinning faster and faster with Macho Man quotes playing until it stops abruptly because it hit a tree. No, I definitely did not see that. That's the WWE. They're like trying to. 
play the life and times in like this tire wheel as it's spinning. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is like tasteless or if it's or really the greatest artsy. thing right. ever. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so bad. I don't like that. That'd be like starting the Benoit documentary with somebody working on a <laughs> with flex with a Bible. <laughs> it's just an empty house. That's well, okay because we're never going to get that documentary. Sure, we are. Lee Schreiber. Well, no, we're getting yeah. a biopic. <laughs> I actually want to see that. All right, so Macho Man and Driver Zed. Uh, let's give that points. All right. Well, Denzel probably tuned out already because Racist Vince showed up, but he got points. All right. Now you have Owen Hart crashing a bungee jumping course. Come oh, God. What? <laughs> Is he falling through the bungee jumping course? Like, what the are fuck they is just... a bungee jumping course? Of of course. Of course. Is it just like jump multiple times through a fucking obstacle course? With the a stuff in a thing? With the guys and the men? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. I'm, I'm giving it cringies, and that's it. That's as far as I go. There you go. Your t-shirt's too tight, too, entry-er. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, T-shirt too tight points to Charles Hardman for Owen Hart. All right. Jeff Hardy crashes his motorcycle into a group from the seeing eye. Wait, what? Jeff Hardy crashes his motorcycle into a group from the seeing eye. A group from the seeing eye. I'm I'm not understanding. I'm sorry. The seeing eye, if I'm assuming this is the reference that's being made, is either a reference to the Illuminati deal, or it's a reference to a uh, school for guide dogs in Morristown, New Jersey. Oh, oh, I don't I don't understand it. So I have to give it no points. I have to actually um, call upon one of these folks. Yeah, hold that out. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to be him. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm ready to effing spirit. Yeah. yeah. And, and does he front bump? <laughs> and that, Joe Kalia, is your life lesson that eventually you run out of material when you stick to the same joke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next person is the Boogeyman, crashing all aspects of Hey Man's life at all times with a big "fuck you, Antonio." <laughs> oh, as okay. So I'm watching Swerved this week, and they did I'm the, sorry. Oh, I yeah. like Swerved, but they did the prank on the Boogeyman, and <laughs> I'm still waiting for the the "fuck you, Antonio" <laughs> to show up on there. But oh, the I'm still waiting for him to say he's actually 50 now. <laughs> Pranking the Boogeyman was pretty funny, though, because he really was such a nice guy. And he's like, oh, that's okay. And when anything would go wrong, he's trying to cut a promo. Uh, we can start over. <laughs> so they really killed Kayfabe with him on that show. Oh, dude, it was so it was so good, that the Boogeyman promo. Because he, he has to get fully into character, because he starts out, he's like, <laughs> and then, like, 
someone's phone will go off and they're like, stop, we gotta start over after he just got all into character and he's ready to go. Well, liars get hired in WWE. And, uh, so, so that said, of course this gets points. Of course it does. <laughs> Good job, Glenn Kukin. All right. Kamala walks into a... Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, oh. That's really funny. You get points. <laughs> Ken Dudley points. Scott Hall crashes into a rehab center. Yo. This wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> uh, it's not that funny, though. No points. Oh, you know, Scott's my friend, so uh, I want to bury this. All right. Jason Shin with the early entry has been buried. You got click buried. <laughs> of course. All right. Uh, Chris Benoit in a Bowflex infomercial. He Wait, so he's supposed to interrupt it, though, right? That's what he's supposed to do. Oh, okay, because that's not funny. So no points. Hell, son, we're not allowed to show it on TV, so I'm just going to fold it up so no one can see it again. <laughs> Thanks, Stone. Fold. All right, Andrew Whitaker, no points. And that's the laundry line, because Stone Fold said so. Right. And now, the New Day asks, who's ready for the clap at a gonorrhea treatment center? Okay, see, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Look the at power points. of positivity. Adrian Cotton, points. All right. On the night his baby girl was conceived. That's an event, right? China allegedly walked in on Roman Reigns mid-ooh, scaring him, causing him to finish with an ah. The term ooh-ah has stuck ever since. I think that'd be an ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. That's like, actually, uh-oh, here he goes. Oh, he's ready, he's ready. He's going to give this an ooh. Oh, there comes China. Ah. <laughs> so he went limp. Yep, he went more limp than Fred Durst. Aw. Actually, he didn't even pass out this time. He just collapsed. Poor Roman. I wish China would leave now. This is really uncomfortable. No, she's she's going after Triple H. Oh, I have to turn my sledgehammer around. <laughs> Give her the banhammer so she'll never... Ooh. Oh, wow, he just banhammered her out the door. And it locked behind her. <laughs> yeah, by caving her face in with it. <laughs> Vince, I'm sure I... she has some legal recourse. Vince, I appreciate your don't that you don't like her, but did you have to take the doorknob off after she left? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, not Vince too. Yeah. All right. So, what's your verdict here? Uh, what was the intrigue? <laughs> oh, ooh, ah. it's Uod. It's just, it's just Uod. It's simply Uod. So, how many points does it get? Oh, uh, it gets no points it just got ooh-ah. oh Chev you didn't even get points for your own game but you got ooh congratulations enjoy that <laughs> that's like Awful. the second time he's been ooh on I think one time was good and one time was bad 
I mean, they're both bad, but... They're both not terrible. Good team. Oh, boy. Alright. Next up, the Von Erichs crashing the suicide ward, watch ward of a mental hospital. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's just wrong. Uh, you get cringies, just cringies. Yeah. Yeah. You are what the Spaniards call El Terrible. <laughs> Thanks, Cleveland. <laughs> Scott Steiner crashing a Weight Watchers meeting. <laughs> He's fat. He's fat. He's fat. It's Weight Watchers. It's she's fat. She's fat. She's fat. <laughs> Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. Uh, that's good at points. That's Weight thick. Watchers is for men now too. <laughs> not, not really. Thanks. All right, Ellis Holmes. Was, was that your Caitlyn Jenner impression? What was that? That was my Celeste. Oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm Celeste now. Why does Caitlyn Jenner have the same voice as China? <laughs> Just observations. All right, good job, Ellis. Points. All right, next one. Shane Douglas crashing a Kmart employees meeting. Oh. Because <laughs> he's there to infiltrate on the behalf of Target. Of course. Which That's... he hasn't worked for in like eight years. That's pretty funny still. I'm going to give it points. It was indeed funny. Good job, Matt Hardman. All right. Stone Cold crashes an AA meeting, cracking open cold ones and passing out beers. That would not be an inappropriate circumstance. That would certainly be inappropriate. So, although I didn't laugh, it still fits the gimmick model. So let's give it points. All right, but not job. full points? Uh, mm, yeah, let's go half points. Half Jeez. points, Matt Awesome. Havesies. All right, it's time for the Biggie countdown. We have five entries left. I pissed your other half of your points out the window. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Awesome. All right. Taking auditions for a new spokesman, Jerry Lawler walks into Subway headquarters. Hold <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to die on the show. <laughs> oh, I can't that will certainly watch. out... The kids meal. <laughs> God, the kids meal. It's a mouthful of meat. It's, why is the kids meal now a foot long, Jerry? Oh God. Jared was kind of small. <laughs> um. Yeah, this gets points. This gets points. All right, good job, Dan Tall. This gets Fogel points. Fo- Fogel. Fogel debit. God, no. Fogel Devitt? (laughs) Please don't ruin Finn. I'm a really big fan. Please don't ever ruin Finn. Alright. Bray Wyatt dressing as Santa as a children's hospital, only to take off his suit and say, Sorry, kids, your parents lied to you yet again. (laughs) They've been lying to you, kids. Santa ain't real. That gets points. That's really good. And all the children cry. <laughs> Joe Mad Dog Needle, you get ch- crying children points. 
All right. James Storm walks into a homeless shelter and yells, sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a long time listener. <laughs> it sure is. And they get points. <laughs> wow. I Don, didn't know he'd been listening for that long. Don Mobius. Yeah, he has. Wow. He's been around for a while. <laughs> All right. Ryback crashing an Eaters Anonymous meeting. It's oh, not that funny. Oh, I want to freeze this one. Yes, there we go. It's frozen. <laughs> Good job, Arnold. Jeff Trellowitz, you've been frozen. And that takes you to your final entry. And this is where I'm going to let you decide on what, how you want to handle this. Your kid tells you that Mr. Jared from Subway showed up at daycare today with a six inch with extra mayo. So, we didn't use a wrestler. We reused a joke. We were not allowed to reuse a joke, and we had to use a wrestler. And not only that, it wasn't as funny as the other one because it wasn't funny at all. So, uh, I, I think what needs to happen here is, oh, I've got the band hammer right. No, put the band hammer down because, uh, what we're going to do is I believe something needs to be, uh, terminated and erased. And then I want the rest of you guys to take care of it. So, oh, so first oh, I no. have to, oh no, first I have to terminate this entry. It has been terminated. But how do I erase it? It's already been terminated. Now I'll try to erase the termination. Oh, now it's back because you erased the termination. Let me freeze, freeze it, it, Arnold. Freeze it. I'm freeze freezing it. it in place. Oh, yeah. Let me effing spear that ass. Hell, son. Let me fold what's left of it. And let me make sure I bury it. Oh, and... Oh, 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 here he comes back into the office. Oh, let me swim in what's left of the buried entry. Oh, this was so terrible. Oh, there's mayonnaise on it. Oh. Wait, oh, how is this? That's wait, not mayonnaise. Wait, wait, wait. How is this possible? He's getting up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he said mayonnaise. Oh, Don, you're no. swimming. Uh-oh. No. Ooh, ah. And China's back. Ah. And you're banned next week. <laughs> oh my god, my face hurts from laughing. I had to mute my microphone because I was about to die. <laughs> oh, Alan Craig, I you just made serious podcast history here. I actually feel bad for you getting banned now. <laughs> Fuck. I, when you were halfway through, I was like, I'm going to ban him too. <laughs> And the best part is that was the perfect order to do everything in, too. <laughs> Frozen, speared, folded. Oh, God, he's still swimming. <laughs> and then, oh. Uh, oh, oh, there's so much extra mayonnaise. Uh, oh, oh, no. oh, I just I just heard this. He, he, Alan Craig is getting a free Motor City Machine Guns dog tag. <laughs> oh, we are swimming in dog tags and mayonnaise. Ah. Uh, that's not mayonnaise. Jesus Christ. Let, well, him, let him think it's mayonnaise. <laughs> well, that was ridiculously disgusting, but we have to make history somehow. So now, of course, I need to know the ever-present question as to who won this week. Dandal. 
It's that easy, Dandal. And Dan Peck says? Yep. Dandal wins. <laughs> Jerry Lawler, the new spokesman for Subway. And somewhere Ellis Holmes is just like, damn it, the Scott Steiner joke worked, but I really wish I had gone with a Jerry Lawler joke. You gotta watch yourself, so Ellis. Dandal's catching up. He's got his eye on you. And Chev? Ah, the comeback's over. I don't know what to say. You failed in your own game. Jared you Fogel's got me. his eyeballs on his kids' balls. Yeah, speaking of somebody who failed at their own game. Oh, man. Well, guys, I reached the end of the show. When we come back next week, we're going to review TakeOver, and we're going to review SummerSlam, and it's going to be big and exciting. It's like eight hours of stuff we have to review as a separate thing. (laughs) But we shall make it happen. I don't know. We'll see. Nine hours. Maybe instead of a top ten, I'll just do a highlight list to save on time. We'll see. But we'll still do all the regular stuff, because, duh. So thanks for making history again, everybody. Yes, thank you. We'll see you next week. Oh, was I not muted?